Hello and welcome to the Retroscripts Fireside Stories Human Libraries. Today I'm enjoying a wonderful coffee with a little bit of almond milk. I need a little pick-me-up today as we've had storms and I'm tired. <laughs> My guest today is Sonia Guzman. Sonia enjoys a glass of red wine and her favorite quote is actually written by herself. You're working towards your future, not your past. I love it. Sonia discovered that she needed an anchor in her life and begin, began to live a more heart-centered life. She created a six-month coaching program that focuses on the happy heart and love in life. Today, she'll be chatting with us about integra integrative and somatic coaching. Ugh. A bit of a mouthful, but it's easy to understand when she explains it. She supports individuals to build a heart-centered future without burnout by looking at the big picture and learning to understand what's happening in their bodies and in the process. She also helps them to transform their way by showing up in the world with empowered purpose to create a sustainable life that maximizes their impact and abundance. Very exciting and lots of big words in there for me on such a tired afternoon. <laughs> Before we dive in, Sonia, to your story, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, who you are, and how you got to be where you are today? Absolutely. So I'm Sonia Guzman, like you mentioned. And I'm from London, Ontario, Canada. I've grown up here all my life. I came when I was five. I was born in El Salvador. And um, my family immigrated to Canada, to London, Ontario, when I was five. And I've been here ever since. I, I've had the, you know, the for good fortune of being able to travel to different places in the world and have a lot of different experiences, but I always come back to home base. Yes, I love that actually, that's pretty cool. And I didn't know you were from El Salvador, so neat. Yeah. Neat. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what your beliefs are? What are you looking to do with the somatic healing? How did you get to be in that place that you wanna help others? Well, this journey actually started by um, coincidence, to be honest with you. Um, I was on leave from work in uh, 2019. And as I'm a busy body and I like to keep myself busy, um, I was looking for ways to occupy my time. And I actually started working with a naturopath on her, um, her coaching business on the side. And um, we started doing working on her website, putting together a logo for her and doing all this great work. And then I realized, hey, I could be using all of my skills that I've brought in from the corporate world. And I could actually share this with others. So I started out, I, I decided to launch a website, I launched my business, and I decided I was going to make it this whole thing. And then I came across a program by Alyssa Nobrigo, which is Mastery Method Coaching. And, and um, so I joined a boot camp with her for it was a two week boot camp. And I was just floored. I was like, I have to do this work. I have to share it with people in the world. And this is exactly where I'm going to take my experiences to combining the, this mastery method coaching with, um, with my business experience to support people in achieving their strategies and their goals. Very neat. That's actually really interesting how you blended the almost the two sides of what you know together to form this new business. That's really cool. Yeah. So I've been um, doing that. I'm, I will be a certified mastery method coach at the end of this year. 
Um, and right now I, I have identified myself as a, a integrative and somatic coach because all of the work that I do is not just mindset work. It's not just um, emotional work. It is looking at the five levels of awareness and, and um, integrating all of this into our our own way of being so that we can remove our limitations and our kind of glass ceilings we place on ourselves and really move that into a, a new kind of way of being and a new motivator. And after having taken my leave, I realized that the corporate world wasn't filling me anymore because it was not aligned with what was nurturing my heart. And I really found alignment in a lot of ways um, in, in, my, in my new way of being during this time off, taking a step back, taking a slower pace, looking at the heart center instead of everything that I had to do, all the shoulds that keep us moving in our lives, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I ended up um, just really latching on to this this idea of having a happy heart and being able to love your life while you're on the journey of life as opposed to until you reach x goal or until I have x fitness or until I have y desire because the desire and the and that mark is always moving so in the work that I do as an integrative coach is we look at how to find joy in your everyday life, how to find balance, how to prevent the burnout and how to have real strategies that are going to see you succeed. That is really interesting. And I think that's something that every business owner wants. It's kind of why we went into business ourselves to fill those holes and to nurture ourselves and that desire. So that's pretty cool. For anyone listening that doesn't know, can you tell us just a little brief synopsis? What is somatic and integrative uh, healing? What is that? Or coaching. So, so somatic coaching is a, a focus on the body. So, so uh, it's from the Greek word soma. So, um, in in it um, is uh, speaking to the force of life or the energy that you are feeling in your body. And so, the somatic coaching is really to take yourself and a thought a situation and a circumstance and drop into your body so that you can determine how you really feel. What, what's, what are the signals? You know, sometimes you'll get a gut reaction. Sometimes you'll feel it in your heart or your chest. Sometimes it's in the back of your shoulders. And so it's calling that out and really learning to breathe into it and to really understand what it is that's the underlying message underneath it. And so somatics really focus in on the breath and the body. Interesting. So I've kind of cheated, obviously, you know, I've taken some of your course and you've helped me through this. And one of the things I found so like mind-blowingly interesting is I always thought I knew how I felt. I'm a person who always says I'm in tune with myself. I'm in touch with my emotions, but I couldn't believe how different emotions were coming up in my business that kind of came from my past and what's happened to me in my life. And it was all coming up. So I can honestly say as someone who fights back against that stuff and kind of traveling down and feeling 
it works. And it blew my mind the first time that it worked because emotions and ideas came up that I didn't even know that I had. So it's kind of, I've kind of spoken to other people about this in the business world and how their business and life aren't necessarily separate. It's overlapping. Do you believe the same thing as well? Like there's an overlap. I do. I strongly believe that our work is just a part of what we do. It's not a part of who we are. So I strongly believe that um, we have this opportunity to center ourselves into this way of being that also translates into our work. Yeah. And, and so like, there's always overlap. You're, you don't turn, even though you might turn off your switch for the work that you're doing, you're still who you are. You're still the experiences that you've experienced are the ones you carry with you to work. So, you know, when that coworker does that annoying thing that reminds you of that annoying thing that somebody used to do and that ages ago and you get all fired up about it now. And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. But then you bring in that memory, that muscle memory, um, and you explore and you get curious and you uncover that there's actually something deeper underlying to that annoyance and that, that perspective that can be released now because you're not in the same circumstance or situation. So somatic coaching is different than somatic therapy and that somatic therapy will actually endeavor to put you back into that experience and, and you can deal with trauma um, that way. This um, somatic coaching is more focused on what's it telling you today and how is it stopping you today from achieving your goals. That's very neat, very interesting. So when you've been, I know you're still taking the course, but from the people that you've worked with, have you noticed an improvement in their business life and personal life? Oh, absolutely. I always have breakthroughs. So I work with um, a naturopathic doctor um, and she is actually a somatic, she's an SE teacher. So it's, it's a special certification for somatics and she is very in tune with her body. But when we dive in and we do the work, she's always uncovering new layers that she didn't realize were there before. So it goes, you can go as deep or as shallow as you want to go. But the beauty of somatics is the deeper you go and the more release you have, the more um, energy you free up in your body to focus on the things from a perspective today. Interesting. I like the way that's put, actually. That makes a lot of sense. So I guess, in essence, the more you work on that, the more you're going to be happier in your business life. I think it was a misconception in the past that business and working and all that had to be negative. It was something that you just had to do. But from listening to what you're saying and what you've actually taught me, it's making the happy heart. It's bringing all of that to the forefront. That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also with the integrative coaching, the reason I'm calling myself both an integrative and somatic coach is because um, I'm working on the five levels of awareness that I'm that I briefly mentioned before. And that's the somatic, which is the deeper 
the emotional, which is what are the feelings telling you um, and what information do they have? The mental, what are the, the messaging? What are the thoughts the, the, that keep you feeling or thinking a certain way? Um, the behavioral, so the behaviors you engage in in your daily life as part of your um as part of your, your daily life, you're living your journey. And then the unconscious. So there's a lot that we can uncover on the unconscious level. Um, so working within those five levels and integrating that into not just, well, I used to feel a certain way about a certain someone when they spoke to me this way. So I'm triggered. It's not about that. It's about, I, I remember that but it no longer holds power for you today. And that's the integration piece, making sure that it, and, and you have the be, ability to enmesh this into your way of being. Great. So what was it about this whole idea and way of life that drew you to it? Why were you fascinated with it? So I, I, I'm a, I was a kid and I used to watch Oprah <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, and I used to love like her personal growth. So personal growth and personal development has been something that um, I've always been interested in and passionate about. I remember there was this show when I was like in, in my preteens um, and it was like a house where people went and they got therapy and, and, and I was just fascinated by all of these transformations and these experiences and all of this meaning that people were finding in, in, in these experiences and in these growth experiences that I've just always, I think it's a part of me. I'm, I'm inevitably curious. I, and I, and I feel like this methodology really um, is curious in itself and, and it's about inquiry and it's about understanding and, and, and trying to gather information. And so I, I feel like this is actually going back to the roots of what I originally um, was interested in as a young girl. And, um, and then I'll, I'll be frank, um, the reason I was on leave was because I was diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. I'd worked myself way to burnout to the point where I now had these conditions that I was dealing with because of a situation. And it was in my recovery that I realized I held a lot of beliefs and messaging that had limited me for a really long time. And so when I came across this coaching mastery method, I really, it really resonated with me. It, it was focused on the inner work. It was about taking back your power and, and operating from a place of, and vibrating from a place of abundance or versus a place of lack where limitations are only set by you and, and not by your past. And so, like I mentioned, um, I really feel like it's a progressive forward looking um, technique and approach. And um, it really resonated with me. 
Um, in my past life, I spent a lot of time volunteering. Um, and I, in, in my current life, um, there just hasn't been a lot of opportunities. So it's, it's outreach, it's, it's participating in the world and making sure that I'm giving from my abundance and my energy um, to share with others that are ready and willing to accept it. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for sharing that. I know a lot of people have a little bit of trouble sharing parts of themselves and things that have happened. So that's amazing. But the thing that popped into my head when you shared that story was how you've been through it. You've experienced it. So talking to somebody like me who also has these past history that pops up in our business, you know what we're going through. You know what we're feeling firsthand. So you can kind of connect to that and help us through it. And I always yeah. love that when I meet somebody that is helping in a certain way or doing um, a process, but they've lived it themselves because then you get it. So that's really interesting. Very cool. Um, you also mentioned uh, reshaping thoughts and reshaping the way that you're experiencing. Something that has stood up for me while we're doing our course or while you're working with me in my business is reshaping things that I previously thought were negative things that I thought were put the brakes on. I don't want to feel that this is a bad feeling. And I'm amazed at the messaging that comes from it and the messaging that it's telling me that it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's positive. So did you want to maybe talk a little bit about that as well? Absolutely. And if you're open to it, maybe we can talk about an example. <laughs> I'd love to. Why not? Put me on the hot seat. <laughs> so, um, we have some basic needs that need to be met, need for security, need for love, right? There's, you know, some people call them six basic needs and I won't list them off right now, mostly because I can't remember them all. But, um, but, you know, it's either acceptance or love or, um, or we're, we're drawn to something or moving away from something. So it, maybe we're moving away from fear, moving away from danger, right? Or what we perceive as danger. And so oftentimes when we're faced with an experience and, and those, um, those messages are actually wired in our brains. And interestingly enough, sometimes we inherit these wiring. There's this really neat book I'll, I'll find the title of it and send it to you but it didn't start with you and it talks about how epigenetics impact the way that we perceive the world today so um for example they've done trials on mice um that um have had um exposure to like a certain scent and then got an adverse like reaction, like a, a shock, or they heard a loud noise that scared them whenever they were around the scent. Well, generations later, um, the scent is still like they're the generations are hypersensitive up to three, four generations later to the scent, even though they've never experienced the adverse effect. So sometimes our beliefs come from our own experiences, or sometimes they're even inherited. So, um, for example, um, is there an example that you're willing to share? I'm pretty open. So whatever pops into your head, feel free to dive right in. 
Okay, so um, in terms of uh, reshaping a belief, there was a belief that you had around um, having to be like the strong one, mm-hmm. right? I definitely had that belief. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty safe one to talk about. <laughs> yep, I can do this one. I was wondering, I was like, oh gosh, where's she going to go? Where's she going? <laughs> <laughs> no, so the strong one, right? And that was shaped because of you. You had to, exp- you had to be strong in your environment and experience and, and potentially have all the answers and find all the answers yes. intellectually. And then what happened when we, when we dove into that? And why don't we dive into that a little bit? Well, as usual, usual, my first reaction was to like pull back. No, we're not going down that road. Uh, you've seen me. I usually get all kind of closed up and I don't want you to touch that nerve. But something I've learned actually from you is that that nerve, that shield that I'm putting up, it's a reason, it's a protective, but it needs to be touched. It needs to be comforted and soothed and sank into. And you're constantly telling me, let's sit in and sit in this and see what the feelings come up. So actually when we first did it, it it hurt a little bit. Like there was the little Kim inside that we always talk about. Um, she was scared and fearful of what might come up. But when we evaluated, why do I feel I need to be strong? Why is this still coming up? I feel like we worked out a lot of kinks, but a lot of beliefs that I had that were no longer needed in my life today because I don't need to be that strong person. I can move on beyond that. I'm past it. It's in my past, right? Right. It was very neat. Right. So right there, you got to reframe the belief in a sense that, yes, I need to be strong, However, I can also be soft or I can also need comfort. Definitely. And, and so reframing the belief, because a lot of the beliefs that we have, we've, we've, I was going to say we've earned them. <laughs> we've, um, we've gained them through our experiences, right? And so a lot of them we learned really early in life or through really early experiences. And we're no longer in that same bubble of space, bubble of power, bubble of energy. So all of a sudden, you take this belief and you give it, you, you almost pull off the lid that it's had on it, and you, you allow it to come up and say, is this still true? Mm-hmm. Is this still real? Is this still where I land with it? like releasing it almost yeah that was something I had never thought about like I had thought about it in the past but not actively done it like there's almost an action inside of you and this might sound a little weird but when we talk and my eyes are usually closed and you're walking me through it it's almost like I'm actively doing these things I'm prying open that lid and kind of peeking in what's in there what's going on what are the feelings and it's only by prying open that lid and actually looking that I realized oh this this doesn't have to feel this way. It doesn't have to be. I'm not that little girl who had to be 10 steps ahead just to survive anymore. I'm Kimberly who has a roof overhead, food in the, in the fridge and family 
that can support each other. So it's so small, but it was one of those things that once it was opened, I looked, I identified, I changed my business. And I didn't at first see the tie between the business and life, but it almost like it, um, there was like a path now or a doorway where I could be softer in my business. I didn't have to be that hard person that was protective or, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense, I could just be essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, another belief actually that I think you made me think of as you, as you, um, we're talking is that business has to be rigid and stale and impersonable and, you know, and, or draining or dragging. And so it's, it's interesting to, to shift that and, and take a moment to look inside and, and especially as an entrepreneur, not really having like an anchor to say, this is what, how I'm going to make decisions, or this is how I'm going to direct my vision. You've been able to really tap into what it is you value, set out a vision for yourself, set out a strategy. So all of a sudden it's clear and you don't have to struggle for it. You're just, you're moving towards it as opposed to having to pull it towards you. That makes total sense. And it's almost like you become, you're not your business, but you are essentially your business, your beliefs, your mission, everything like that. So that makes total sense to me. I enjoy that actually. And I think that through the somatic coaching and everything, you've reshaped a lot of misconceptions that I had that I didn't necessarily develop on my own, but were put there through again, past and the children or being a child and just seeing things. I think as children, we pick up a lot more than people think that we do, but they become ingrained in us. And I know this morning we actually had that talk about corporate life and business and what it meant. And I discovered that I business the word business triggered all these feelings that weren't really how I'm feeling. And it was just so interesting. Like, it's almost like a book. You're seeing different chapters of yourself that you've never really looked at or experienced before, even though it's you, right? Yeah, that's such a good analogy. Like reading the pages of your life and your, and kind of like the, the archives of the mental history of what's been created. Yes. For me, like, life I've always pictured life as if it was a book then as you're living your book is writing itself so if you were to sit with it as you experience things it shows up but now through the somatic coaching that you're doing with me I almost picture it now that paragraphs are being moved and what wasn't there is now appearing and that's literally how I see it and it's so interesting because when I write my life story now there's all these things I need to add in and explain it explains why I made this decision or why I made that decision so if you're able to do that yourself, think of how many mistakes you may avoid or maybe mistakes that you make and you can understand why you made them and kind of fix your future business with all that kind. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everything is growth, right? Um, this methodology is really focused on growth as, as growth and opportunity, growth in, 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 in mindset. Um, and, and really thinking about 
how do we move forward towards the future mm-hmm. without hold tying ourselves back down to the past yes. right definitely yeah and you asked a question and then and I got derailed <laughs> I don't even remember the question I'm just so into this like I think it's so interesting the different parts of people and what makes people people I do want to commend you though because you're giving me credit for the strategies but you are the one doing the work Thank you. You are the one doing the work. I am your guide, but you are definitely doing the work here. Thank you. And actually, one thing that I wanted to say to you for so long is that I find it very interesting that you work with so many different kinds of people. And by that, I mean, I know that I can be the weirdest person ever. The things that I say sometimes are odd. And just the way that I see life in my head as a book, it it puts some people off, but I really like the way that you're able to transition from person to person and kind of work where they are. You come to them and meet them at their level, which I think is very difficult for a lot of people to do, but it kind of speaks to your happy heart, love and life, whatever life is to you. Right. So that's yeah, very neat. Absolutely. And um, so it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, the coaching, the coaching is an outline for how I see my, my approach or my program is an outline for how I see people achieving this alignment mm-hmm. um, in themselves. And throughout that process, there's all this discovery that happened. And so it's really unique. It's really individualized. Like, Um, so one of the things I'll speak to my program a little bit for the audience. Um, one of the things we did was we, we identified your vision. we talked about your mission, your values. We did avatars for your clients and we, you know, or personas, um, you know, we've talked about business strategy and, you know, but none of that could have really gone as far and, and as fruitfully as it can without your engagement and involvement. So the program is an outline, but again, it's just so customized to everybody's unique goals, desires, dreams, because your experience is very different to the next person. Exactly. And something that comes up for me may not come up for someone else or vice versa. Like it may definitely make sense. I like that actually, I do. Um, I also, because I'm looking at the paintings and behind you and I know that you're an artist, do you feel that that art, that creative side of you is nurtured in this uh, coaching? Oh yes, because, oh my God, all all sides of me are nurtured in coaching. Let me tell you how. (laughs) (laughs) So I love, paint it's something that I just started doing um, in the last two years um, I love poetry I love I've, I've written a few songs when I was in my in the depths of my emotions and um, I think they were pretty good <laughs> um, but then um, at the end of the day, what was my point? Um, the the paintings and everything that I do is about 
being able to visualize a picture, right? And knowing and and knowing what elements are going to make it look a certain way at the end, whether that's paint colors or whether that's I've also have a background in in makeup and cosmetics, um, um, in the colors and and the palettes of the face, um, painting and and or writing and it's all being able to see that big picture and putting all the little pieces together to put it together so when I meet with a client and for the first time and we dive into identifying what the real vision is for themselves like the one maybe they haven't even allowed themselves to speak out loud it's like seeing the picture and then all of the work that we're doing together is brush strokes to getting to the final painting Very at the end of the program. So, and then, then this is just the beginning. The exciting part is I get to do them with them for six months or a year, depending on their needs. Um, but at the end of the day, you see this beautiful piece that's just been created. And it's not just the business. It's the person. All of a sudden, they are much more fulfilled. They're much more open, confident. They, they value their personal worth or they, you know, they've achieved that thing that they've told themselves they're going to do for so long. Mm. So it's, it's like seeing the masterpiece and the masterpiece every time. It's like, I never know exactly how it's going to end up. And it's just amazing because it's a journey definitely that's so cool when you were speaking I was just picturing exactly what you were talking about and do you remember those um big pictures that we used to stare at as kids and you'd stare at it so hard and try to make it like something would pop out eventually yeah like really exactly so I almost pictured like uh, part of your life is here, part of your life is here, and it makes up all of this big board and it's out of focus. But your job, what you do for us is you help us kind of step back and refocus so that we can see the big picture and bring it all together. And I just pictured you painting our lives basically and creating this big thing. So it's so cool. That is so interesting. There's so much more that goes into what you're doing than just face value. I help you with your business. It's, I change your life essentially, right? <laughs> you change your life I help you get there (laughs) exactly what you said (laughs) power is within you (laughs) Yoda (laughs) I love it (laughs) that's amazing so for the people that are listening at home and are now interested in somatic uh, coaching and all of that what is one thing that they can do on their own for their business or for their life like what is one tip you could give us and leave us with One tip that I would give you for your business and for your life is take the time to do the work of discovering what you really want. Not what you think you should do, not what you think you can attain, but what you really want. It's your dream, it's your vision. If you can't succeed in your vision, how will you succeed? Right? So get centered in on that vision so that you can um, look at how you're using your energy and evaluate if it's aligned with that vision. 
Very interesting. That's a great tip, especially coming out of the pandemic and people are reevaluating. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Especially, and as well, we only have one life. Like it dawned on me the other day for some reason that this is our life. Like why not make it everything that it can be and why sit behind a desk if you don't want to sit behind a desk or be working here or there when it's not what really fuels you. So yeah. And if you are working behind a desk and if you can't, um, you know, quit up and quit the job, that's okay. But let's find a way to find joy in it. And that's where your vision for, and, and you can start making little steps towards that vision, whether that's balancing your life a little bit more or bringing in a little bit more creativity into your business or a little more freedom, right? Exactly. So um, I think we've kind of come to the end. I could talk about this with you all day long, but I know we can't. Is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with? Um, Any information about yourself or things that you'd like them to know? Yes, I don't know when this is going to air. Uh, Probably next week. Next week. Okay, then I will mention this. I have a Happy Heart Somatic Coaching Workshop that is uh, an hour and a half uh, coming up July 27th via zoom and so um i will be hosting a webinar and taking you through what integrative and somatic coaching is like a little bit more um and then doing a breathwork experience so breathwork we didn't even get into this but breathwork is like a really intense somatic experience and um and it helps you release some pent-up energy and so I'll be hosting that on the 27th of July. It's a Tuesday night at 6 p.m. And it'll be an hour and a half. And we'll do a debrief at the end for anybody who participated in the breathwork session and wants to talk through any experiences. They're really juicy. <laughs> Fantastic. If you look in the comments section, wherever it is on the screen, you'll see a link to this workshop so you can sign up and join Sonia as well. So that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Uh, As I said, I could talk to you forever and maybe we'll have you back in the near future to talk a little bit more about breath work and how it helps you because I do feel it's important. It's something that we've touched on in my life in all areas, whether I was at the hospice or playing sports, breath work is kind of what helps us live, right? So interesting to have you back again. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you have an amazing day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye.